Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season two, episode 10, the one with Russ. Ugh, Russ. So very different than Ross, isn't he? Woof. Woof. Um, I've got to tell you, I don't know if this is the appropriate time to say it or not, but the very first time I ever saw this episode, I wasn't actually sure if Russ was played by David Schwimmer or not. Okay, that's so funny because you're really not alone on this. Okay, thank goodness. I was thinking I'm probably, I was like watching it now, I'm like, oh, people are probably going to be like, wow, you're really stupid. <laughs> like, no. I, I had to keep looking and I was like, yeah. I know they're not showing their faces at the same time, but maybe they're doing that on purpose. Yeah, so I, um, when I read that book that I told you guys about um, back in episode I'll be there three, for you. I think. I'll be there for you. They talk about this, and then I looked it up later, and apparently, like, it has been a long-standing tradition of Friends fans not being positive that it was David Schwimmer playing Russ, especially because if you watch it all the way to the credits, it's credited as Sarno. Uh, yeah, that was like S-A-R-N-O. or something. Yeah, or Sarno. maybe it's yeah. something like that. But yeah, it's, like it's a weird... not David Schwimmer. Yeah. Yeah, so he did it as a joke to throw people off. So it was purposely the, the fans. He put like the credits in there weird. Yeah. He put like a pseudonym. So right. people would like question it, which I think is kind of funny. But I think I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. But I think that I know I've said before, like I kind of get annoyed by Ross. But I think Russ is an even more annoying version of Ross. Oh, yeah. Cause Way more got, annoying. His hair is fluffier. His mannerisms are more exaggerated. And yeah. we have no adorable backstory to feel bad for him. Right. Um, I think what a testament, though, if people, like, if everybody, because it's, obviously, they, like, the makeup department did some pretty good prosthetics mm-hmm. and, like, fake nose yeah. and all that. But I think that if um, you can't, the voice is what's the giveaway, because it is mm-hmm. David Schwimmer's voice. But other, other than that, like... Good on him if people are like, wow, he's actually basically playing a slightly different version of his main character, but people still mm-hmm. think it's a different actor. Like, that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. And don't you kind of think that Russ's haircut and Fun Bobby's haircut are both like a similar breed of mullet? I think they both went to Vidal Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, they are I guess- very similar. I guess uh, even though it's like the namesake of the episode, we could start talking about Russ or finish talking about Russ um so Rachel has decided that she is going to start dating again after the whole Ross Julie debacle slash the one where there's the list yeah I was gonna say that was only two episodes ago the one with the list it was but I think she was just so embarrassed and hurt by the whole fiasco that she just can't really I don't know if she's not ready to forgive him or she just... Well, honestly, because I was first I was thinking about this and I was like, it's been two episodes, but I was like, do you know what? That is actually really heartbreaking stuff. Yeah. Like what happened? And I was like, I, I probably would have shared the reaction of everybody else and being like, wait a minute, what? You were so in love. He was so in mm-hmm. love. Like you guys were so close. And it's only been like, you know, minimum two weeks here or whatever. Um, maybe a little, maybe a month in TV time. But like... Um, but then if I was her, like, I, that would have solidified it for me against, like, I would I would just be so hurt, I think, and, and upset. Yeah, absolutely. I think that she has every right to be hurt. And 
Yeah. I think I think it's one of those things where like even though I think the word embarrassed is the first one that comes to mind because it's not it's not like oh I tripped and fell and that's embarrassing. It's like all the things you fear, you know, like your worst feelings about yourself like written down by somebody else and said out loud is like the worst thing that could ever happen to a human. It's it's humiliating. Is humiliating. What it is. It's not you're right. Yeah, it's humiliating. Perfect and word. I think it's also like when you're in those first stages of dating somebody, you're already very vulnerable and very mm-hmm. nervous about like about being like you know, just being the one that's into it too much and them not liking you and blah blah blah. So I think to be like, oh, you know, I like this guy, I'm putting myself on the line and then finding out that they have cataloged all of your flaws and talked about them with their friends who are also your friends like yeah it's it's disgusting my pride would be so hurt yeah it would be super done yeah excuse me i just had the largest burp ever Um, yeah, but she's decided to get back after the whole Ross List debacle, and mm-hmm. she's decided to date uh, what I like to call Ross Light, a.k.a. Yes. Russ, um, and it's funny because everybody in the group except Ross and Rachel can see that they're basically identical. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I know it's written that way, but... Can you imagine? I think if I saw anyone who even looked remotely liked, like Matt, I would be like, oh my gosh, that guy looks like Matt. Well, I think part of it is, like, I might see somebody that I think looks like Matt, and you'd be like, what? No, he doesn't, because you know Matt so much That's more true. than I know Matt. Do you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, oh, <laughs> guy with the guy with the dark hair. Wears t- sort of tall, wears t-shirts sometimes. <laughs> Kind of tall, wears T-shirts sometimes. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, isn't that exactly what Matt looks like? Um, But yeah, I love when uh, Phoebe is like, hey, Rachel, do you know what you're doing? Like, doesn't he kind of remind you of somebody? And she's like, hmm, Bob Saget? Bob Saget? (laughs) She's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, but no. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Bob Saget. I know. Well, Gross. that's what I thought. Too. I was like, "Ew, why would anyone want to?" Sorry, Bob. I was like, "Why would anyone want to date Bob Saget?" But then I was thinking, "Oh, actually, that's because we grew up with Bob Saget as like the goofy dad. Mm-hmm. Like he's twenty years our senior, at right. least." And so I think that's why we're like gross. But I guess it's like there's probably some people that are dads on stuff now that were like, "Oh, he's cute. That actor's cute." Right. Even if they're <laughs> goofy and true. like, yeah. I can't think of any of those, what those shows might be, but. Well, I mean, any actor our age is playing dads now, so. I don't know. I guess the um, only shows I watch are this and, like, New Girl, and they're not parents, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not parents. I was trying to think, like, are there any hot dads on any shows I've watched recently? Oh, I watched um, Dead to Me recently. Have you seen that? No. No. It's on Netflix. It features, well, he's not a dad, but he is dad age. James Marsden. Looking good. James Marsden. Uh-huh. Oh, I love him. Oh, well, then you should watch Dead to Me now on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. We are not sponsored by Netflix. Now on U.S. Netflix. Oh, well, it's a Netflix original, though, so I bet it's on. Okay, I'll check it out. Maybe it is. 
It's one of their actual shows. Anyway, enough about Dead to Me. It's not a Dead to Me podcast. Yet. Um, although if you guys haven't watched it, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Dark comedy. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Ross looks like Russ, who looks like Bob Saget, which we all agree with. You know what's funny is that they like make the name of this episode the one with Russ. Yeah. And it's really not the major plot line. It's kind of just like woven through. There isn't even like that much scene real estate with Russ. Um, yeah, it's not disagree? the major, well, it's not the major plot line, but I kind of feel like there's, a, there's like two things that are maybe both getting equal airtime. I think it's probably the most shocking because like the other part of the story is Fun Bobby and he doesn't really right. ever come back. I mean, nor does right. Russ, right? But like it's, yeah. it's, it actually contributes more to the Ross to the Rachel. Plot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and then, Russ and Ross like getting annoyed with each other the whole oh time my gosh. And, and Ross like and what it takes that guy like two. <laughs> a year to get out of sentence and Chandler's like yeah it's annoying isn't it yeah he's like uh, uh yeah I know he's like scoffing around which he's trying to be more annoying than usual and he's doing a great yes. job he is it is quite funny um and I like when they're like Mendelevium, try or he's like whatever and oh, he's like gosh, words i don't even know weenie number two has it um <laughs> card card shark and card sharp which one is it it's card sharp with a p that doesn't seem to make sense i know i learned this only a couple of years ago and i fought it for a really long time in atlantic city no it wasn't in atlantic city it was i think i was since i lived here Maybe Matt told me. I don't know. But I was like, no, it's a card shark. He's like, it's card sharp with a P. So. It's a card sharp with a P. Okay. You know, I'd heard that somewhere before, too. And I heard what it was referring to. But I was like, nah, doesn't make sense. There's another one. What is that called where it's like, I'm going to sound real educated here. But like a, not a euphemism, but whatever no, it is. I know, I know what you mean where it's like not an idiom, but it's like. Uh, it's one of those saying, things. So I know what you're saying. So there's like, there's certain ones kind of like saying like, I couldn't, or I could care less. That's mm-hmm. not actually correct. It should be, I couldn't care less. Right. Not like, ugh, I could care less. Like, cause that's saying that you care some. Right. <laughs> right. And so like, there's some things like that where people know, like it's, it's kind of like the popular saying is the incorrect saying. Mm-hmm. If you know oh, what that's an- called, tell us. Maybe you're an yeah, English we can't major remember. or something. What's the one about, oh, okay, so people say, oh, I've always said playing it by ear. Like when you're like, oh, we'll figure out when we're going. We'll just play it by ear. It's play it by year. No, it's like not. Like the calendar. It's not? No, I swear I've someone never. someone told me that. Someone well, lied to me. they're wrong. Yeah, they just thought they were right probably, but they're wrong. I don't know. Okay. I could actually be wrong, but I've never heard play it by year. Like, we're gonna we're get a hundred emails saying, "Yeah, it's year," and both of you. There's no, another one it, though that I've no, said wrong on, forever. It's play it by ear because it's what I would say, like the piano. Oh no! I mean that makes oh. sense. But I was thinking <laughs> it's like in sports where you call an audible, which is like so normally you know they'd kind of go, "Okay, we're gonna do." blue 52 or whatever and then they go you know in their little huddle and then they go out and then they run the play but calling an audible is where the quarterback or whoever's looking around and is like actually that's not going to work they're set up for that so I just change the play by shouting it out 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I would think it's play it by ear because you're waiting for oh. the audible call to change the play. So I've got I some pretty know. strong evidence why I think it's play it by <laughs> ear and piano as well makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking piano, like, oh, I'll just see how I get yeah, like, going on this. Yeah. Like Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, play just it by play ear. It by <laughs> <laughs> What's the other There's one another one, do? though. I can't remember. There's one I just recently learned. Oh, now it's going to drive me nuts. But it was one kind of like Card Shark and Card Sharp. Like it was almost that I had just been hearing people wrong forever because I asked a couple people and they're like, oh, no, I'm saying it the other way. It's just the way that it sounds. I always assumed it was the wrong way. Um, And now I can't remember what it is. Um, But this doesn't make very good podcast content if I just keep saying I don't know what it is. So I think it's probably time for me to move on. Okay. If I think of well, it later, what, I'll let you know. Okay. And I, what we're going to do is we will put a poll up on Instagram um, with – because I want to hear from other – not a poll, an open question on Instagram. Um, so go to our Instagram, Best Friends Club Podcast, and tell us um, – go to our stories and let us know what – if there's like some popular phrases that you had said wrong your whole life or that you think other people always say wrong and you would like correct it. Mm-hmm. We want to hear them. I want to hear them. Also, do you say kitty corner or catty corner? Oh, I don't really use that saying, but I think I would say kitty corner. Yeah, that's what I think too. What is it supposed to be? I think that one's more like a regional thing. Okay. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Well, if somebody knows the etymology of kitty catty corner, tell us. The genus kitty corner. (laughs) The origin story. Okay. Anyway, back to Russ. Back to Russ. Um, so yeah, Ross and Russ are just like getting into it the entire time. And uh, obviously we're all annoyed because they're being more annoying than usual. Yeah. And uh, Rachel eventually sees that Ross looks exactly like Russ and is grossed out by it and breaks up with him. And Russ is annoyed. And I totally forgot about this part at the very end when Julie yeah. comes in to return Ross's stuff. And she's like, oh, snap. Look at that guy in the corner. But do you think yeah. Julie looks weird in this scene? Um, I feel like her makeup is very different. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Like, she looks... I normally think she looks, like, really young and fresh-faced and, like, super, super cute. And in this scene, she looks older to me and like harsher and I I don't know what it is hmm so I don't know I hadn't noticed well maybe Julie is playing Luli <laughs> oh it must have been Luli it must have been Luli or Booli um or Jew do you think <laughs> I do do you think that um in this that in this Oh, no, that doesn't happen until the next episode. But I was going to say, there's something that happens with Joey that we'll talk about next episode. I guess we can talk about it now. Like, oh, no, that doesn't happen for a long time, the evil twin thing. Because I was going to say, is that where they got the idea for us? Because it's kind of like like Ross's evil twin. So I wasn't sure if that's what made them think of their, but probably not. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, I like how at the end Julie comes in and she's like, I'm tired of coffee. Let's go get juice. Mm-hmm. They're very cute. Good on ya. Mazel. Long very and cute. happy life to you, Julie and Russ. Mazel. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all that happens with Russ. Rachel realizes that she needs to break up with him because it's creepy. 
Um, yeah. And I don't think it means she's going back to Ross, but I think that she just means she knows she shouldn't be dating Russ well, as a watered-down replacement. Yeah, I was going to say, she realized that it was, like, not actually moving on. Mm-hmm. It was moving on, like, a third moving on because it was moving on to the same person. Right. It was like how people eat, like, low-fat or reduced-fat cookies, but they end up eating twice as many diet cookies as they would if they just let themselves have regular cookies i actually think okay do you have any friends who always end up dating people that look exactly the same uh i'm sure i I do we're talking more like this is almost going more into a like type like a physical type which i know we've already talked about but um ashley's type is question mark no, I have a friend, and maybe I already talked about this, so I'm sorry, but um, he dated one of my very good friends for a while. They broke up. He is now married to a girl that looks exactly like his ex, my friend. Like, oh, I exactly. know someone like that. Yeah, yeah. I know someone like that. I, like, haven't – they were someone I was friends with. I lived in Florida, and we were never that close, so it's not like we keep up, but, like, I think I'm still friends with him on Facebook and he had had this like on again off again relationship with this girl and she's super cute but they like finally broke up he got engaged to somebody else and i saw a picture of her and i was like oh my gosh they got back together and then i was like oh my gosh that's yep, a different that's girl that's a different person who's oh the same. my gosh it's mm-hmm. it's crazy and it is kind of like ross russ similarity in looks yeah it's kind of crazy is same, that same with, with your this friend person i'm thinking of <laughs> it's so weird yeah. So oh. okay. Well, that's like a thing that happens sometimes. So okay. I guess. I mean. I guess. Kind of weird. Yeah. Well, moving on from Russ and people that look other people that look like Ross. <laughs> um, Joey is. This is the first time we're seeing Joey be reviewed. Oh yeah. In the newspaper. At the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. At the very beginning. So they would all go to the newsstand at one a.m. Because I guess what papers come out at. 12? I'm not really sure how that works. I still think back in the day, papers came out at like 4 a.m., but yeah, I thought it was New York. Um, but yeah, he gets these horrible reviews and everyone's just reading them. And he's like, Oh, I thought like I was gonna have my big break by now. Like, what's going on? Da 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 da. But he's a little discouraged in the acting world. And uh, he well, he says at one point that when he was a kid, he wanted to be a vet until he realized that vets had to, like, deal with dead animals. You had to stick your hand into cows and stuff. Yeah. What did you want to be when you were little? Oh. Um, a, <laughs> I wanted to be a psychiatrist since the fourth oh, grade. I do remember yep. that. I wanted to go to the University of Florida and be a psychiatrist. And do you know what I did? I went to the University of Florida and I did. And then left health with a pre-med track until after a semester I was like oh this sucks and I did end up doing psychology but yeah that was actually what I wanted to do since like the fourth grade and I can't really remember anything before then that I wanted to do I as far as I back as I can remember I never wanted to be a vet because I do remember like taking our animals to the vet and being like this is a like this is horrible. This is so stressful yeah. for the animals. They hate it. They're often sick or having to get immunized. Like mm-hmm. they don't like being here. This isn't a fun place to handle pets. So, yeah. So mine was a psychiatrist. Um, what about you? I wanted to be a lawyer. 
Oh. I wanted to go to Harvard, be a lawyer, and guess what? That's exactly what I did. <laughs> you are looking at Dr. Barry Renee Farber, L- JD Esquire, LLC. JD Esquire, LLC. <laughs> LMNOP. Um, I mean, a communications degree is pretty much the same as a JD Esquire, right? Lawyered. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'll just say objection a lot, and I'm sure I'll fit right in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer when I was a kid. Or um, write songs and work with Mariah Carey. That was my backup. Oh, that's so good. We do have the same birthday. So, Mariah, if you're listening and you are looking for a new songwriting partner, since you don't work work with Babyface anymore, um, go ahead and slide into my DMs. Um, And we'll get something going. I also wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a psychiatrist or an actor. And then I remember thinking, psychiatry is more stable. Yeah. So (laughs) it's weird. Uh, Probably also in middle school, my dreams are, yeah, well, in middle school drama, I think I realized I wasn't very good. But then um, high school TV production, my dreams were dashed of actually being like an anchor on the news because (laughs) Renee and I were in TV production. In high school. And I feel like for high school, it was actually like a pretty sleek. Pretty legit um, setup. Yeah. Like every morning there was a 15 minute news show and it traded off because we did block class scheduling. So one day was a green day. One day was a white day. And there was two different TV production teams. And there was like four anchors. They did sports. They did, um, I don't know, just like different news pieces. And there was like Mm -hmm. little journalistic like. You know, like we'd go and we'd prep little stories that we'd kind of totally, and everybody actually like. I just remember the news. The news was actually like pretty good, pretty like we all we had our little intros and theme music and all that stuff, and it was it was a pretty sleek operation, I think. Which we contributed so much to. Renee and I were, you know, we've got this great on-screen chemistry or on-the-air chemistry that we thought they'd love well turns Mm -hmm. out um our talents were best utilized as graphics one and two Mm -hmm. which featured a computer that if you turned it on at the beginning of our 90 minute class might be ready to run the graphics program by the time the news came on Uh, but not always but not always it was basically like type in anchor one's name type in anchor two's name type in the date Stop typing, push, yeah. publish, don't do anything else or I'll kill you. That was don't kind of. Don't move from your little dungeon. Don't Turns out they just wanted the like hot people on the news and I wore a lot more eyeliner than that was good for me. And I think I bounced my head too much. I don't know. <laughs> you wore really big bows back then. Oh, that's true. I did always tell They were probably like, oh, we ribbon. can't get her bow in frame, so ain't yeah. graphics one. She has that ribbon in her stupid hair. No thanks. <laughs> and doesn't wear makeup, um, wears clear mascara. Clear mascara. Ashley rocked a lot of clear mascara, and I was wearing, like, an All entire tube of eyeliner every single day. But I don't think I wore mascara. I thought you didn't need to if you had eyeliner on. <laughs> I still Why? know a lot about makeup, guys. Why didn't Look they out want for us all my TV? hot tips coming. I don't know why they didn't want us on TV. Um, I did recently tell um, someone, Ashley, the story. I did recently tell somebody the story about 
there were all these guys in our TV production class and they were all really good friends and they were all like such jokesters and they came up with the funniest skits and one of the thing they came up with and that got them into the yearbook is they created a fake club and somehow got the youngest member of the faculty to like sponsor the club mm-hmm. and so they were doing a video promoting the club and the people who were going to college in the club and they made up that the club members were getting into the Florida University of Common <laughs> Knowledge <laughs> And they put it on a cake, and then I'm going to let you think about what a cake looks like, and I'm going to tell you what the words were again, that they were written one on top of another, so all the first letters are in a row. The Florida University of Common Knowledge. And we're watching it in the, like, pre-show screening. (laughs) And they're bringing out the cake, and Ashley goes, "Ah, too bad that spells (laughs) F-U-C-K. That is not and how our it teacher, happened. That's exactly how it happened. That and is a, not. And t- teacher turned around and was like, oh, what? You guys, no, you can't put this on the air. And ev- all the guys were, <laughs> they weren't happy. Okay, so most of that story is accurate until the part where we were watching it right before this was to go on in the pre thing. And I go, oh, it spells F-U-C-K. Oh. Like, I didn't say too bad that spells, which it's David, it's if you're funnier. listening, I know you still think I purposely dropped you in it, but I did not. I just had a realization of what it spelled out. And unfortunately, it left my mouth before I could think about it. So I said it out loud. I go, oh, it's F-U-C-K. And yeah, our teacher was like, what? Oh, no, this can't go on the air. And they were so mad at me, probably still to this day. But... I would like to say so that funny. I probably saved them getting suspended their yes, senior year. It's so true. And not graduating. So you're welcome. Yeah. Because welcome. if that would have gone out on the TV, like like gone out to everybody and somebody else would have noticed that it was F U C K, they would have gotten so much trouble. So you're welcome, you guys. I actually <laughs> think the story's more enjoyable this way too. It would have been less funny if it just got on the air. Yeah, they would have gotten in so much trouble, but maybe they would have liked that. But yeah, yeah, it is. I didn't mean to thwart. I promise. But it was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good one. They like took the cake out to this park that always has homeless people, and it was like them and all these homeless guys having cake. It was just the weirdest thing. Yeah. Anyway, we have probably a little too much freedom of the press. In, that situation. in our TV production. In our TV pro but, class. Um, how did we start talking about that? Oh, I asked what you wanted to be when you were little because Joey oh, said he wanted right. to be a vet. Yeah. So career changes. Topic shift. Um, but yeah, so Joey goes in uh, to Estelle's office um, and he gets she gets him an interview for Thursday, the third day, of course. The third day. Um, the third day. Um and he does the interview, and he, or sorry, the audition, and he goes in back to Michelle's office, and he's like, I had this feeling that um, if I slept with the casting director, that I would definitely mm. get the part. And Estelle calls in on it, and yep, it's true. Got to send in the little general. You're going to have to sleep with her. Um, but just backing up really quick, when um, they're in the apartment, and he's like, I got an audition for Days of Our Lives. It's the first yeah. time we hear about Duel. Yeah, it is. I'm well. It's the first time on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, but right before 
when they're talking about that, Ross is like, oh, I had a tough day at work, da-da-da-da-da, the something-something or other. I saw this thing the other day that was like, why is Ross always complaining about his job? Like, all of the problems have already been solved, like, but he's always complaining about it being really hard and, like, stressful, and it's like, all the dinosaurs are already dead. You just have to, like, learn about them and tell people about them. I mean, every office has politics. It's as true. Much as there shouldn't be. But, you know, that one he's complaining because he goes, Stegosaurus fell over and trapped a bunch of kids. Right. So that one's legit. But yeah, I know. And they're yeah. like, yeah, and they're like, it, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's It shouldn't be stressful, but, you know, politics and the. Yeah, it's true. Mm. Um. Yeah, um, so I like Joey... at the beginning, though, when they're reading through, when like they're out there standing at the newsstand reading all of Joey's um, reviews, and he's mm-hmm. like, the only thing worse than the, or like, whatever, and then they're like, Phoebe, read yours, and she's like, the only thing worse than, <laughs> she reads the exact same thing, it's so funny. I know, she's so funny. Um, so Joey's oh, right, like, sorry. So he's with, yeah, no, so he's going to have to okay. sleep with the casting director. Yeah, he's stressing about it. And this is, remember a few episodes when we were talking about Joey's dad having an affair and he makes, he's making sauce. And you're like, there's yeah. another one where he makes sauce. It was this it's one. This one. Yeah. And I don't think we see him cook ever again. Um, His dad. Oh, we don't see him cook ever again. No, yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. And he's making the sauce, and Chandler's like, uh, Italy called and said it was hungry. And he's just yeah. got, like, sauce everywhere. Um, but uh, it does it seem funny to you that um, Joey is normally, like, very, oh, just had sex with this woman. Like, just, you know, like, he's super, I guess, cavalier about having sex with yeah. whoever. But he's, like, very... Uh, shooken up about having sex with the casting director yeah well because I was thinking about this too as I was watching it back and he's like he kind of talks about that with Chandler and he's like look if I met her in a club right you know I'd be buying her breakfast and he's like but I don't like what if this is my big break and then I look back the entire time and think like is it only because I slept with this person like am I actually am I not actually even talented and I've got to say um, I'm sorry, I say that a lot. I've got to say. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's really interesting. And especially when you think about everything we know about um, that industry present day, post Me Too, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that, like, I guess I'd never thought about it from that angle, but like all of these women who were, and some men who were, you know, kind of victimized or told that was the only way for them to crack into the industry. Yeah. That's True. sort of robbed, that's robbed them. I mean, of you know, that's obviously unfair and unjust in a lot of ways, but also robbed them of the fact that they don't know that they're actually talented or they question mm-hmm. their own talent. Yeah, I um, guess that's true. Which is really sad, you know? It is sad. To kind of, because we all have that, like, oh, am I even good at my job, those moments. But then to be like, well, you know, my first big break wasn't even because I was good. Mm-hmm. It's like a power dynamic. So, um Obviously, they weren't trying to go that deep into it, but he does bring that up because he's like, you know, it's not the sleeping with her. It's the fact that he wanted to break into the show business because of his talent. And now he's thinking it it would be a lie, basically. Right. But he does it anyway. Yeah, (laughs) but he does it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes from playing the cab driver Hmm. to playing Dr. Drake Ramore. Recovering in at least four seasons or episodes. Yep. 
So this is where we met. We meet Doctor Drake or Moray, but yeah. not yet his evil twin striker. No, that you're right. That is about seven seasons, five seasons away. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does it. He sends a little general in who got up who updated. What do you call it? Uh, promoted, promoted after like Angela <laughs> after DeMarco Denise or something DeMarco. like that. Yeah. Demise DeMarco. Um, I love all these like New York names. They're my favorite. I know. They're either like super Italian or super Jewish and I love them. I feel like Denise DeMarco is also the one that left the imprint in the butter after that breakfast with Denise DeMarco. Although maybe that's somebody else. Oh, I don't remember. Do you remember? I don't know what you're like, talking about. Oh, there's ones when Chandler and Joe are talking about something and he was like... Oh, when the ta- when the kitchen table breaks, and he's like, "We have to split it." And he's like, "You broke it after your breakfast date with Denise Demarco." And he's like, "You knew uh. about that?" And he's like, "The impressions you left in the butter didn't leave much to the imagination." <laughs> Don't worry about it, guys. I haven't memorized all ten seasons like I'm. No, Rain Man. no, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. I do other Rain things. <laughs> um, oh, oh, but can we talk about so, the? Can we talk about my yes. favorite? Okay. Our last plot line is Fun Bobby, who we just heard about for the first time when they were like, those are Fun Bobby's underwear out on the telephone pole or whatever. Yeah. Which I think was in the episode when Ross and Julie, when Ross, sorry, Rachel's trying to stop Ross from sleeping with Julie and all the secrets come out. It's the secrets come. Isn't it, was it not the one where they have the tiki death punch? No. Mm, I don't think so. No, it was much more recently. It was like. Yeah, I think it's the one where Mr. He- Mr. Heckles dies, and they they have all the secrets. Okay. Yeah. That's right. But you had said that we never meet Bobby. We never meet Fun Bobby actually fun. But we do here, because he comes there. He's like, that's Fun Bobby's jacket or whatever. And oh, yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to pick you up. And he gives Joey a pick-me-up, literally, because Joey's bummed from the acting, from um, the bad reviews. In the papers. Mm-hmm. And so we do meet Fun Bobby. And when he leaves, they have that conversation about the wine. Mm-hmm. Which, three bottles. It's a lot. It is a lot. Okay, so let's talk about this. Because it's come around present day as a meme, which I'm sure you've seen. Where it's like, Okay. It talks about how, like, um, Rachel's like, wow, you guys, we went through a lot of wine tonight. And somebody's like... You know, they're like the thing I find the most. They're like, it's not the fact that they're sitting around all day or that they have these beautiful apartments in downtown Manhattan. It's the fact that um, seven 20 somethings thought that seven, that five bottles of wine was a lot to get through in one night. <laughs> and they're like, that's the most unbelievable thing. I'm sorry, I told that joke really poorly. But um, yeah, like that's the most unbelievable thing. And I was thinking about it and I was like, that is quite funny. I guess maybe if it's like a weeknight or something, it's almost a bottle a person, but not really. Um, right. But they, but they well, go around. Well, yeah, but ev- because everyone was thinking like, I only had a glass. Like, Yeah, that's true. But for, but for her to be like, wow, we got through a lot. But I guess if she's like, I had a glass. But yeah, so they... Um, so they go around and they're like, I had a glass, just one, two glasses. I had about a mug full in this I got boned at the Museum of Natural History <laughs> muse- uh, mug. Which, do those mugs exist? What do you think they you're going to do for your birthday this year? Oh, I hope it's an I got boned mug. Because <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so and so it turns out that Fun Bobby, so they went through about two bottles between the five, the six of them. 
and Fun Bobby went through about three bottles, which is a lot. Yeah. Well, and I also think, like, to think that you went through a lot of wine, and it wasn't like a party. Everybody was just, like, having a glass yeah. of wine. Well, and she goes... This weekend for our two week, he's taking me to the his cousin's cabin. So I was like, okay, so it's not like it was a Friday night, and you you know right. have some glasses one hand. It's probably like a Wednesday or a Tuesday. Yeah. And so so if I'm just yeah, like randomly just like, having people over, I wouldn't buy more than one bottle of wine per two people, and I'd probably still have a lot left over. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, like yeah. That's true. It's, it's not a party. A it's not like a Friday night hanging out at our place yeah. for hours and yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But um, our we have a friend who we went to middle school and high school with who has a group of friends who refer to themselves as Fun Bobby. Oh, yeah. Which is cute. Because they're, I mean, I don't think they're only fun when they're drunk. I think they're fun all the oh, time. Oh, is that but... why they say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or just because they're drunk all the time. I can't remember which one yeah. it is. But um, <laughs> they're fun all the time. And they're not always drunk. So, you know, it's fine. Um, but, yeah, so that's what it always makes me think of. Is Should we those refer friends. to ourselves as ridiculously dull Bobby? Yeah, we're ridiculously dull Bobby. <laughs> they're fun Bobby. It's fine. Um, so when Monica finally, like, confronts him she's like you know you've been making a lot of things irish lately um and uh he talks about like how he's like oh you know i guess i've always made excuses but i kind of want to try and you know i've been like oh it's friday or oh it's flag day or whatever um oh it wasn't then it was when they were in the apartment and monica's like we just go places where they drink you know and she's like like you know this or that a wine tasting yeah or a a a hockey game or the zoo but what's really funny is the nashville zoo always has these big beer events so i was like okay but i feel like the zoo is a pretty good excuse (laughs) like well but wait the zoo actually is a blazer they have they have like red white and brew they oh. have boo at the zoo. They have like all these big like craft beer and wine. Drunk festivals. with the skunks. Drunk. That- that's a great one. I'll suggest it. <laughs> um. So when she said the zoo, and I was like, but what? What about the zoo? Like, I get it. That's everybody's always drinking at the zoo, yeah, right? You're like, yeah, totally the zoo. Yeah, oh, totally. Um, um. I feel like I've never drank at the she- zoo, but okay. Nice caveat. Nice try. Yeah. Drunk with the skunks. Um. <laughs> I. I like that she, I think the way that she confronts him about it is actually really good. When she's like, yes, kind of been making a lot of things Irish. Look, maybe it's my place. Maybe it's not. But I'm worried mm-hmm. about you. Like, I think she, yeah. yeah, I think she approaches it really. I guess they've only been back together for less than two weeks. So it's not like she yeah. can really get too involved. True. But they do have history. So I think there's like a level of trust there. Like if they had yeah. only been dating for two weeks and only known each other for two weeks, I don't really know. I don't know that he would have been as open to hearing what she had to say, but, like, they've known each other a long time, I'm guessing. It seemed like their old relationship was longer. I've got to say. Because there's a lot of history developed there. Sorry, I keep, again, I've got to say. Like, look, (laughs) it's great that Monica winds up with Chandler, obviously, but I really like Fun Bobby. Like, I I like him a lot. I feel like. Even when he's ridiculously dull, Bobby? No, I mean, I'm sad that he's an alcoholic and is boring. But I wish that, like, I like like his fun persona. And I feel like he's got some joie de vivre. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. Somebody's been using that (laughs) French lesson. Um, (laughs) 
I just I think he's a good character. I think he brings a lot mm-hmm. to it. And I, if you know, if Monica was my friend, I would have wanted her to wind up with Fun Bobby. Like I would have been really sad that he was actually an alcoholic and all that. Yeah, I, like, totally. I could have seen him in the show more. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I'm kind of surprised they didn't like string it in a little bit longer. But I guess or they bring just him back to. or something for like yeah. a. Yeah. I wonder why not. But I don't okay. Know. Who do you think is better suited for Monica out of people she didn't wind up with? Fun Bobby or Richard? Richard. Oh, I like fun. I like her and Fun Bobby better together. Do you? I mean, how do you know, though? I don't. It's all fiction. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe I'll write some fan fiction where um, Fun uh, Bobby and Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you, this would be a good time to mention that we have a website where Ashley writes her fan fiction, bestfriendsclubpodcast.com. Uh, I don't, but I'll start. Please enjoy another one where Ross and Carol never break up and Ben is actually a cyborg. <laughs> no? No? Well, we'll see. That'll be our um, next fan fiction. The vicar won't be home for hours. Oh um, my gosh. No fan fiction, please. Please. That's what produced 50 shades of gray and i don't think the world needs are you kidding me that it's fan that... fiction of twilight it you didn't know is? that is no uh-huh yeah i know is it the same author no because it's a no fan. it's fan fiction how who from 50 shades of gray is from the twilight series well they have different names it's fan fiction but it's like mousy girl meets uh, in control guy. I don't know. It's based on Twilight. I've never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, so I don't actually know how the story aligns. But oh, dear, I've never seen Fifty true. Shades it's, of Grey or Twilight. So well, maybe you should rent Twilight tonight. Just Probably saying. Not gonna There's a that. lot of like brooding <laughs> in both. <laughs> just a lot of staring, and that girl looking like she's gonna throw up, but she's not going to. She's just focused. She has the same problem I have, where she can't look sexy. She just looks like she's going to puke. That's also my, that's my, like, if I'm, like, trying to, like, look sexy, I just look like I'm going to be sick. Your resting vomit face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) RBF. RBF. (laughs) Your resting barf face. Um, It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, Okay. No, I had no idea that that was fan fiction, but interesting. Um, So... So keep talking about Fun Bobby. Oh, yeah. Well, so guess, Fun Bobby yeah. decides, like, it's cute that Monica is worried about him. And he's going to go sober, which as soon as he becomes sober, do you realize his his hair is less fun? It's, like, flat and unstyled. How funny. No, I didn't. I'm like, his hair, he suddenly has this, like, bowl cut, like, flat <laughs> bangs thing going on. Um, But before it was, like, you know, gelled and, like, once again, joie de vivre and, um, yeah. you know. Well, probably had a blowout. Other stuff. He probably had a blowout, yeah. Um, so he goes cold turkey and goes sober. And apparently he is, like, the most boring. And he was only fun because he was drunk. But mm. I still even think that if he was only fun because he was drunk, he would have a little bit of, like, interest in him. You know yeah, what I mean? he wouldn't be like, there's no hardware stores open in the city after midnight. Like, what? I know. Do you want to hear something And when funny? he's like, you want to hear something funny? Monica's like, God, yes. Yeah. And all I could think was kind of playing it fast and loose with the word funny, Bobby. The word funny there, Bobby. Like, Aww. ugh. He's sober, all right. 
Um, and then eventually, so like when they're sitting in the coffee shop, the first time that they interact with him and he tells the really boring hardware story, um, she's like, aren't you going to head to your interview now? And he gets up and goes. And all I could think was, are him and Monica both unemployed? Just drinking all, all day and all night and not having oh. a, I mean, well, that could explain. if you drink all day when you're unemployed. Yeah, I was going to say that could explain how it happened. Maybe. Hmm. So, uh. He keeps being sober, which causes Monica to drink more and more and more. <laughs> because he's so boring. Because yeah. he's so and she's and she's like, Well, what is well, Phoebe says something and she's like, Oh, maybe it's the kind of story where you had to be there. And Monica goes, But I'm gonna be there for the rest of my life. I'm the one who did this. Yeah. To him. And so she feels bad breaking up with him after like making him go cold turkey I think because you know she wants to be there to support him in his sobriety yeah but also she feels bad that she's like I don't like you sober like that's rough I would feel the same way like if somebody made a big life choice like that I would feel really responsible to stay with them yeah at least for a while until it like took yeah same there's no way I could break up with him but it's for it's fortunate because she didn't have to right because he's like, I think you have a problem. <laughs> yeah, and she's and so then he breaks. I'm just not strong enough to be with somebody who's an alcoholic. And so she's like, okay, bye. So that works uh, out. Bye. It did work out. Hopefully he stays sober. I guess we never find out. Probably we'll never find he out. Probably drank himself to death. No, hopefully because he's just oh. off doing something great. We're rooting for you, Bobby. I wonder what he's doing now. We should find out. Okay, we'll Google it. Guy him who plays you know. fun Bobby. I don't think he's ever been in anything else that I recognize. Well, maybe his hair's less mullety and you just didn't notice. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. That was pretty much it for this episode. We got Russ. We got Fun Bobby. We got Joey sleeping on the job. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Yeah. Okay. I think that's yuck, it. Yuck, There's yuck. some exciting happenings in the next episode. So. Yes. Very exciting. Stay um, tuned. Yeah. So. Join us next time, guys. Uh, this is episode 10. Next one is episode 11. The one with the lesbian wedding. The one with the lesbianim wedding. The lesbianims. Um, so we will see you then. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye. Looking so profesh. There we go. I'm going to take a picture. You're taking, oh, you're not even taking a screenshot. You are taking a picture of the oh. laptop with your phone. <laughs> I guess a screenshot would work too. <laughs> no, mom. It's fine. Grab your iPad. Ooh. Let me just light this up really quick. <laughs> Hold on. The flap's Let getting me get in the my way. camcorder. Wait, it's facing me instead of you. I don't get it. Hold the camcorder. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Uh. Um, anyway. <laughs>